Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions, and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm coach Caroline De Kimper, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. This episode is the audio recording of a video or live stream because I know that many of you just love to listen to the juicy content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey guys, it's Caroline, career and leadership coach. And today I want to talk about your job search because it's the beginning of the year and a lot of people are restarting their job search. So there are basically a couple of um, points where people get stuck. And I want to start with that to give you an idea what is typically going on here. So first of all, you can get stuck when you are applying for jobs and not getting feedback. So that's the first um, situation. The second situation is that you're applying for jobs, getting interviews, but not getting the job offer. So I want to unpack a little bit what's going on here and what you might need to pay attention to in order to get success and in order to land your next six-figure leadership role. So first of all, so you're applying for roles and you're not getting any feedback. So the the, the reasons or the um, the challenge that you might have is uh, first of all your resume and secondly your job search. So let's start with your resume. So your resume might not communicate who you are and your unique value proposition. It might not sell you. So a resume is basically your first impression to a company that doesn't know you. So basically it needs to sell you. Your resume has only one job, is to sell you to get the interview. And if you don't get the interview, then you have to start by looking at your resume. Is it generic? Is it text heavy? Does it really truly communicate what you can bring to the table? Does it really communicate your unique value proposition? Is it enticing enough? Because if the answer to any of that is no, then you need to look at your resume. Secondly is your job search. Now, most people have a job search that looks like this. They see a job advertised on any of the job boards and they just hit apply online and they pray to the gods and hope that they get an interview. Well, that's not really a strategy. That is a hope strategy. You hope that something will happen, but you have no control over that. Now, where it comes Uh, where it becomes really important to look at your job search is when you're a candidate looking for a role and you do not fit in a typical mold. So here's the thing. Recruiters, whether it's agency recruiters or internal recruiters, they will look at certain keywords, at certain history, and they will look for people most of the time that uh, have worked in like-minded positions, in like-minded organizations, and so on. HR is the same thing. So basically, if you don't fit specifically in that brief, then you're going to find it challenging. And then you have to look at your job search strategy on how to diversify that and how to actually stand out. Because 
if you just apply online and hope that from the hundreds of candidates that you're competing with, that they will pick your resume, even though you know you're not perfect fit for the position, even though you can do it. I don't say you can't do it. It's like when you change industries, when you don't, uh, when it's too complicated for a recruiter to actually connect the dots on your behalf. If you don't fit that specific mold, then they are not going to be able to see you, see the value that you bring to the table. And so it is so important in that case to look at your job search strategy. So if you send your resume, if you apply for roles, and if you don't get interviews and not get, getting any feedback, then the two things that I want you to look is, first of all, your resume is communicating your unique value proposition. And secondly, I want you to think about your job search strategy. Is applying for the roles online through job boards, boards the best and most effective way you can land a job? Question mark. It's an answer for you. The second part of the equation is when you get interviews, but you don't get the job. So a couple of things going on here that I really want to unpack. The first thing that I want to um, really highlight is um, if you get interviews, but um, you don't get the job and you're stuck at the first interview, that is often the case that they saw something on your resume that they expected, but that you didn't deliver that in the interview. So let me repeat that because it's really important that that segments, cements. They expected to see something in the interview because they saw it in your resume, but you didn't really give them the right confidence or you didn't deliver on that. So there is a disconnect between what your resume is communicating and what you are communicating in the interview. So that often, so much often happens when uh, people haven't written their resume themselves. So then there is a big disconnect between the interviews they're getting and basically the, uh, the perception they give in the interview. So there is a big, big disconnect. The second part is, um, for example, if you get the interview, but for jobs that you can do but don't want to do again your resume gives the wrong idea to a company the wrong perception of what it is that you really can do for them so again you need to look at your messaging at your unique value proposition and how you present yourself because so many people think about their interview skills and they say, like, my interview skills are the problem. And I don't say they are not, but it all needs to start with personal alignment between your resume and the person that the interviewer sees in the interview. That needs to connect. Because if there is no connection there, then actually the rest doesn't really matter. You might have the best interview techniques. Like, if there is a disconnect there, then people just tune out. That brings me to the second part interview techniques. Now, most people I work with have over 15 years experience. So they have a lot of skills and experience. And the higher up the corporate ladder you go, the more competitive, competitive it becomes, the more candidates they have when they advertise a role. And the less, uh, the less opportunities are available. So 
when you get an interview for a role that you that's on a higher level a six-figure level then you really want to make sure that you bring your a-game that you do the best performance in the interview that you are authentic to yourself and your capabilities now interviewing is a skill and a skill you need to learn and the only way you learn something is through practice 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 so you have to make sure that you have enough practice, whether it's with a coach like myself, whether it's with uh, your, your partner, with a friend, doesn't matter. Don't expect just to wing it because what brought you to that level that you are on at the moment might not bring you to the next level. So you have to make sure there is the right alignment again between you and the role that 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 that, that you that you want. And then lastly, so we have the interview structure. People know most of the time how to structure an interview and what to say in an interview. But let me tell you, there's so many people that don't take time enough to really prepare their interview uh, interviews. And that's basically what holds them back. They're not standing out enough. They're waffling in an interview. They're not confident and, and so on. Because basically in an interview, there are three reasons why you don't get the job. So you have to just like, let me just like go back a little bit. First of all, you when you apply for a job and you are sending in your resume, you have a, what I call a screen out process. So what that means is they try desperately to get rid of like they have like 350 resumes and they try to really narrow that down to the top five. So they try to really get rid of as many resumes as possible. So that is the screen out process. Now, once they have their top three or five candidates that they are inviting for an interview, they want to do a screening in process. What that means is basically they want to find their perfect candidate because the hiring manager has a need and they need to fulfill that need to deliver on that project to meet their bonus or their whatever it is or KPIs. So at that stage, when they invite you for an interview, they really are looking for the person that comes on board and fills that gap, that need, that problem, that solves that problem that they have. So it's a screening in process. Now, when you have a screening in process, Basically, you need to do three things. Um, you need to give, or oh, there are three reasons why you don't get the job. Sorry, let me rephrase that. So the first reason is that there is no cultural fit. And that is okay. A lot of people get in this um, mode of like wanting a role, even though there is no cultural fit. And it doesn't only goes from that side. It also goes, comes from your side. So it's so important that there is that cultural fit. Secondly, there is um, um, if the people that are interviewing you already have their mindset on something else or uh, if they have an important meeting with the CEO just after that, they might not fully be present in the interview. So that is outside your control on how you actually be able to influence that interview. You might have the best interview techniques in the world, 
if the person that is interviewing you is not engaged, is not there, and is not in the right mindset, it's not going to work. Um, so, and the third point is completely in your control because your job in the interview is to give them the confidence that you can do the job and overachieve in the job. So that is basically the structure. Now, with my signature program, the Career Success Program, there are a couple of things we focus on, and I will just share my screen with you guys so you can see what I mean. Um, so there's basically three things that we um, focus on. So in the middle, you have uh, career success. And career success for everybody is very uh, defined differently. Some people basically want to climb the corporate ladder. Other people want to set boundaries. Other people um, uh, just want to return into the workforce. Uh, no matter how you define it, there's always three components that come again and again and again. And in 12 years, uh, or even more, more now, stop counting, uh, that I've had my business, um, it is so prominent or that those three elements come are really important to people time and time again. So the first one is making an impact. So making a difference, making like um, a difference and be respected, making an, an, uh, uh, a difference in the project, in the lives of the colleagues, uh, with the customers, uh, for your boss. It's like basically making an impact that's really important. The second part is money and I don't say you have to earn the most money in the world, but there needs to be a balance between what you put in and like hard work and the sacrifices you make and what you get back. Um, there's nothing worse than being on the paid. And um, I know a lot of people that say pay is not really all there is, but there needs to be uh, a balance and there needs to be um, an like there needs to be a balance between what you do and what you get back because being on the paint is not sustainable and you don't feel that you can make the impact uh, that you want. So that's that's the second reason. And the third reason is feeling fulfilled. And feeling fulfilled at the end of the day is coming home and being able to say like, you know what? I worked with amazing people on an amazing project. And um, I'm feeling happy, I'm feeling respected, I'm feeling valued, I'm feeling utilized, um, and you basically feel fulfilled. So basically, these are the, the, the three things that I work on with, with my clients, is like getting all of that right. And so um, let me know if you disagree with me, but those are the three things. And then what, what we do is we focus on a couple of projects. And the first project we focus on is your unique value proposition. Now, not a lot of people know what their unique value proposition is. Not a lot of people know what makes them unique. Now, there's not a lot of unique in the world anymore, but you are unique. You worked in a certain moment in time. You have certain skills and talents. You worked with certain stakeholders, and it's that combination that makes you unique. And you have to define your unique value proposition because if you don't know it, they won't know it. So first of all, to be to make an impact, to make the money that you deserve and to feel fulfilled, it all starts 
with knowing your unique value proposition. Then the second part is your self-marketing material. So how are you communicating yourself to the rest of the world? What's your LinkedIn profile saying? What's your resume saying? How are you using your cover letter? Because this is how you attract the right jobs, the interviews that you want, and, and basically the, the, the job of your dreams, how you put yourself out there. But you can't do that without knowing your unique value proposition. So many people ask me like, oh, can you look at my resume because I'm not getting interviews? Like, whoa, 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 that's not how it works. You need to first uncover and unpack what makes you you before we can go into that. Because otherwise there is a big disconnect. And you will see in the great scheme of things, your job search and career won't work because the foundation hasn't been put in place. And then the last aspect is, um, is having a strategy because basically without having the right strategy, it's nothing is going to help or happen. And within your strategy, you have your job search strategy, you have your interview strategy, and you have your salary negotiation strategy. So those are the projects that you have to work on and you have to look at your career as a whole and look at things are all the right foundational elements in place for me to move forward, to move upwards? Because if they're not, then that's where it's going to break down. If you don't have your unique value proposition and you're focusing on customizing and really refining your, your resume, guess what? It's not going to happen. And if you try to focus on your, your interview techniques and your strategies, but you don't know what makes you unique and what makes you different and the brand you put out through your self-marketing is not really aligned with what you want, because mm -mm, again, it's not going to happen. You're not going to make the money that you want. You're not going to make the impact that you want. You're not going to feel fulfilled. And some people, they feel that that is okay. They can suck it up. But if you choose that that is not okay, that you want to make a difference and really uh, work on this, then I would say reach out to me and we can see how we can work together. So if you say like, let's have a chat, newhorizoncoaching.com.au forward slash call. What I do is basically I help people land their next six figure role, leadership role. And I do that by those Three things like defining and unpacking their unique value proposition, helping them create the right self-marketing material, which is your CV, your cover letter in your LinkedIn, and building out a strategy that's going to get you to where you want to be. So if that interests you, schedule in a call. And on the call, what we only will do, we will identify together where you're at at the moment, where you want to be, we will map out together what that would look like as a strategy. And then at the end, if you say, Caroline, I need your help implementing this, because basically the three reasons why people work with me is like they try it themselves, they get stuck, they want it faster, or they want a proven system, because then they know that they don't risk missing out. So if that's you, book a call today at neurohorizoncoaching.com.au forward slash call, and we will have a chat there. So I hope this was useful. If it was useful to you or anyone you know, what you do is give me thumbs up. 
because the more people like it, the more exposure I get on LinkedIn and the more um, people I can reach with my message. And that's what it's all about, helping people transform their job search and their careers. And so if you say like, look, this resonated with me, give me a thumbs up, share this video or comment with anything that you think uh, will make a difference. I hope this helped and I will see you in the next live. Thank you so much and see you soon. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Career Disruptors podcast. If you did, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. And if you want to take the next step in your career and you want to discover how I can help you, head over to my website, newhorizoncoaching.com.au and discover how we can work together or download any of my free resources. Thanks again, and I'll connect with you on the next episode.